Welcome back to Professional Messmakers. I am Brother Brooks. In our last episode, we talked about purpose. We talked about the Old Testament Joseph and the events that occurred in his life. We also explored how God has a purpose for our lives as well. This episode, we will explore finding our purpose or stepping into it to an extent and why God chose us. We're going to entitle this episode, Tag, You're It. The idea behind this concept of starting where you are and serving, knowing that our purpose will emerge from within us. Yes, I said from within. Because last episode, um, I referenced the book of Jeremiah. And there are two verses in this episode I want to reference um, as well. The first verse from Jeremiah comes from Jeremiah, the first chapter, the fifth verse. And it says, I am your creator. And before you were born, I chose you to speak for me to the nations. The second verse from Jeremiah reads, and it's Jeremiah 29, 11, and it says, for I know the plans that I have for you to prosper and not to harm you. With this being said, God has divinely created a plan for each of us to prosper and to speak on his behalf. Please understand that speaking sometimes is not just verbal, but it's how we address each other, how we greet each other and how we handle situations with each other, how we fellowship and even disagree with each other. Because sometimes the way that we handle conflict with that child, spouse, co-worker, nemesis, or even how we handle a situation brings about respect. People come to respect our thoughts and our opinions. And at those point in times, we learn to agree to disagree. But by hearing each other out, we make our points come to an understanding, and although we agree to disagree on various points and topics, we can still be cordial, respectful, or maybe even friends. I want to take a second in this episode to give kudos to a young lady who found herself in, in the spotlight in a very messy situation, but how she handled it can provide information, excuse me, inspiration and even be a light for the rest of us. The individual I want to talk about is a young lady by the name of Sha'Carri Richardson. She's a, a, a late, she's one of the latest American track phenoms, and she's she's been all over the news, and she's one of the greatest American sprinters since Flo Jo. She, I think she ran the, I think she ran one of her, in one of her heats. It was win aided, but she ran a 10-6 in the 100 meter. Awesome time. And uh, the girl has speed galore. She has style. She has the sass to match. Recently, she was in the midst of United States Olympic trials and was well on her way to Tokyo by beating all comers in her respective races. And, you know, um, a reporter walked up to her, not knowing, but, you know, they're at the University of Oregon. And he asked her and the reporter's asking a question and says, how are you able to keep your composure and compete at such a high level with your mom having passed? And by the look on Shakari's face and that, and, you know, she immediately the reporter realized that Shakari did not know that her mom had passed. She immediately became distraught. And, and, you know, well, apparently, you know, as families will do, Shakari having something important going on, you know, whatever reasons, you know, she didn't get information. No one told her. Sometimes I know my family has not divulge important information to me 
until whatever I had, whatever big thing I had going on and try Olympic trials are definitely big, but still her mother passing, you know, but somehow someone, you know, gave her, you know, something to calm her down so she could rest her nerves in some way, shape, form, fashion. I wasn't there, but, um, and happened to be, uh, edible that we later come to find out something that you can buy off a drugstore shelf in the state of Oregon because it's legal. But however, that edible is not acceptable to the United States Track and Field Association or the World Doping Agency. And, you know, they issued a 30 day suspension for Shakari. She immediately accepted responsibility. She stated, hey, guys, I'm human. I made a mistake. She said that publicly. And that's pretty much it. She vowed to bounce back better in the future. She has since um, already signed up for another race. And, you know, there was some hope that she might be able to participate in the four by one. But, you know, they decided that they let the other young ladies participate in all fairness. Many celebrities, politicians, everyday folk, they all comment on the situation. I know I am now. Um, it stated that she should be granted opportunities. She should be get, dealing with a tragedy of such magnitude. But Miss Richardson, she ain't utter a word to defend herself or her actions. She ain't complained. She only complied. What a great spirit. What a great example of humility. And I wish her well, especially with her tragedy. I mean, do you understand how difficult her situation must be? I mean, our, hers is public. You know, most of ours are private and I know mine are. And sometimes I'm hard pressed when things happen, not point fingers, possibly throw someone on the bus, but suck it up and deal with it. And she has to do this publicly. And I got to say, you know, I'm, I'm humble by the way she's handled things, especially at the age of 21. And I, I got to say, I kind of actually respect her more and, and probably will follow her because I want to see her do well. It, it is situations like this that we are able to find purpose. And we find that God has a bigger one than what seems to be apparent. You know, when we make mistakes and try to find our way, all we can do is set our circumstances and move forward. But sometimes it can be hard. People can make it hard. Life can make it hard. Satan can make it hard. But we must understand that we will never get it together enough, work hard enough, or do anything to be deserving of even an ounce of God's grace and mercy. It is simply our faith in Jesus that we receive salvation. It is simply the fact that God loves us. And... And, and there are four verses in the Bible to prove that, and we should take it to heart. Um, and those four verses I want to point out today are Matthew 22nd chapter, 37th through 39th verse, and it reads, Jesus said, love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment, and the second is like it, love your neighbor as you love yourself. The second verse I offer you is 1 Corinthians 13th chapter, 13th verse. And now these three remain, faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. The third verse offer is John 3:16 and 17. 17 for context. Sometimes we only hear the 16th verse, and it reads, For God so loved the world that he gave his only one son, that whoever believes him shall not perish. But have eternal life, for God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. And last but not least, I leave you with Romans 8, 38 through 39. And it says, for I'm convinced that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor demons, neither the present, nor the future, nor any powers, neither any height, nor depth, or anything else in creation 
will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Our God loves us. He says it plainly. He shows us each and every day that he gifts us. And it doesn't matter what state or condition we find ourselves. It doesn't matter if it's me. doesn't matter if it's you. doesn't matter if Shakiri. This fact does not change. The creator of the universe loves us. He loves you and he loves me collectively and individually. Hey guys, I'm out for this week. Be you, do you, stay you. Take care.